Taz Show right here. Taz Show live right now. Live streaming on the radio.com app or at TazShow.com on your uh, mobile. Uh, not your mobile. TazShow.com. Maybe you're doing that on like your laptop or desktop. You can do radio.com also from your laptop um, or your desktop or even a tablet. I'm done with the tablet. Uh, either way you want to do it, it's fine. Um, but we're not doing video at the moment, but that might happen. Facebook Live, that also is not happening. Live phones, that too is not happening. But um, the Facebook Live might happen in this episode. They're working. They're having that same issue. There's some kind of a Dynaflow uh, problem in the building. Uh, it's called people. And um, so that's the issue. So I don't know what the F to tell you people, but it is what it is. They call it Fat Tuesday. And I say that's fine. I feel fat because I had three. Not one, not two, but three. Test one, two. Uncrustables today. I went a little deep because I've been working a lot. So usually I do two Uncrustables. I went three. Uh, Seth is the producer of the Taz Show. Yes. Uh, hello, Seth. Hello, Taz. Yeah. So um, no update needed on any tech issues. I'm not going to waste time dicking around with that. But um, <laughs> we're going to attempt... To uh, do Facebook Live at some point, I believe Anthony is uh, in the building, and Anthony is working on it. He knows what he's doing, but there's some problems here in the building, and Anthony's working on it. They call me the Shockmaster. So, uh, some things on the docket uh, that'll happen in this episode, uh, and a lot of people are excited about. Uh, yes, they call him Mike. I call him Johnson. Mike Johnson will be on this edition of the Tash Show. Yes, the PW Insider Report. So, uh, Mike will be on. He's going to come on Skype audio, and if the video is up and running by then, I believe we'll have him on the video, correct? It is possible. That's great. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. It's, uh, that's uh, gimmick infringement. Uh, so Pardon anyway. me. <laughs> Raw uh, caught some of it, not all of it. Uh, Sleepyhead Jones. So uh, caught some of it, caught a, oh, I see video. I don't know. Are we on Facebook Live? Are we... White balance, say. white balance, <laughs> white balance. <laughs> that's inside TV terms. White balance, it. White balance, you son of a bitch! <laughs> oh my God. White balance! You look good uh, and, and uh, off white. White balance! balance. <laughs> Hello, I'm Blockhead Jones. They call me White Balance Head Man. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's the deal. So now, when we have the Mike Johnson on, he will be on uh, via Skype if this works correctly, right? I'm, mm. I'm, I'm terrified to go look at Facebook Live. And say and see the audio's not working, you asshead. <laughs> I think it's it is. Coming. I don't think Anthony would go if it wasn't working. I don't know. Anthony, or he'd pull the plug real quick. There's a lot of plugs around here I want to pull. I could promise you that. A lot of plugs. Yeah. What's I, up? I could use some plugs. Wow, I'm looking at the yeah, it looks like there's a green tint, not on the live video. It looks like it's on Facebook Live. It looks like the show logo has jauntus. Um Is it St. Patrick's Day? It does look St. Patty's-esque or University of Miami-esque, um, but when I just see the graphic, 
on Facebook Live, I just, I guess he's setting it up. All right, well, I digress. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say congratulations um, to someone that I have not spoken to for a very long time, but someone who I consider a friend, even though I have not seen this person in years. But one of the best people you could possibly ever meet, and I'm talking about Ivory. Yes, congratulations to WWE superstar, former WWE superstar, newest member of the WWE Hall of Fame. And we're talking about Ivory. Let me tell you, uh, this is well-deserved, and she is just one of the nicest people you ever met. Being on the road with this girl was awesome because always in a great mood, always full of energy, always positive, um, funny as hell, like super sarcastic and funny. Um, sometimes on a long tour, if you're tired and you're beat up, and Ivory can just destroy your ears verbally because she's all over you in a funny way, but she could be a scutch in a good way. <laughs> Good thing about her is uh, all those positive character traits she has. She also was a tremendous wrestler, a tremendous performer on the microphone, and everything you could imagine. So um, I'm happy for her that uh, they're putting her in the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, it's well-deserved. And I, I tweeted something out uh, because uh, you saw the thing, right, about the ESPN WWE uh, thing tweeted out. Uh, did you see that, that they tweeted out uh, that – they made a mistake. They were supposed to tag Ivory that she got into the WWE Hall of Fame. Who they the tag? The ESPN WWE account. <laughs> Who they tag? Not Ivory. Uh, <laughs> no, no. They 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 tagged Lisa. They tagged um, uh, Lisa Marie. Yeah, and I was yes another girl who if you put her in the Hall of Fame, there's no problem. By the way, sidebar, sidebar. See, I look over here when I say sidebar. Sidebar. On the side. What do we, do you get notifications about the Facebook Live? I still see the Jauntus logo. I don't uh, understand what's going uh, on. Yeah, they're still working on it. And uh, yes, I'm getting updates. Okay. Via phone, via text. But I, I got to reset my phone. I, texts aren't coming through. Things are going bad here, man. Our yeah. pets' heads are falling off. It's terrible. Well, to me, a woo on uh, Twitter. Uh, audio is a bit fugazi. Uh, on Facebook Live, but I'm listening on the app. Thumbs up, she gave. So, <sighs> sad. Just sad. <laughs> Trying to stay positive. You know me. Trying not to be negative. You know I can get a little crazy sometimes, but I'm trying you? to be positive. No. You're so, the best. yeah, that WWE, uh, ESPN, whatever the heck it is, that account, they're supposed to be experts that cover WWE, uh, uh, my arse. Um, they uh, tagged the wrong person. It was comical, and I think it's funny. Everyone's an expert. Everybody comes to wrestling business. They're all experts. Everybody's great. Okay, great. I think they're doing a Steve Harvey Miss Universe thing there. I think they're. Yeah, doing, I don't know a, what they're doing. It's I don't work. care, and it sucks. Okay, so how's that? Um, speaking of works, real quick, not spend a lot of time on this. So sometimes in the show, you talk about things you regret talking about, and the Booker T. Corey Graves thing is one of those things. So here we go and begin. Um, it, it comes out that it was just a work. It was just a way, I guess, to try and get build some interest for um, a Booker's podcast. So, okay, cool. Um, I just think the problem with doing these type of stunts, you have to be careful of all parties involved, of your credibility as someone who provides content. That's all I'm saying on that. Okay? So 
be careful of that. That's all I'm saying. No disrespect towards any of those guys. I like both of them. Know them both personally. Uh, one of them I wrestled several times and respect him, and I think he respects me. But I'm just giving my point of view on it. So that's that. Speaking of singing, just jumping ahead, uh, the Strowman thing was one of the better things I've seen in a long time on Raw. Right? How funny was that? He is. We keep talking about him. And just, How he, funny was that? This he's guy, talented. This just, just doesn't do anything wrong. He, everything he touches, he's got the Midas touch right Midas now, right? Midas touch, Jones. Yeah, he, he's uh, just really talented. And by you bringing that up, you, you brought up a point uh, that I wanted to ask you. Because he's... he's uh, He's becoming getting over. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but effortlessly, right? I mean, this guy. <laughs> you're not supposed to say these words. I don't why know do how to say, say it? it because you, you you're a smartass. But okay, continue. All right. He's he's becoming uh, popular with the fans effortlessly. Yes. And you know, we know Roman Reigns is very talented, and he gets a huge reaction. So therefore, he as you say, he's over. But they they try really hard. With Roman, right? Oh my God, yeah. With with Braun, they don't have to try that hard. He's just he hits a home run every time. It reminded me of Cena, and like you were there watching Cena from the debut he came in against our Angle to watching him become like the yeah. face of the company. Yep, yep. And what was that like? You know, do you see any like uh, comparisons, or you see any uh, similarities? Because Cena, but Cena had a slower rise between Braun and Cena. How they became like Braun's becoming slow, pretty quickly the face of the company or the the top guy to me. As far as similarities between, like you saw those Cena become two. the top. guy. I did, I did, yeah. but it was a grind. It took time, uh, and he had some pushback behind the scenes from some guys that were, you know, had the boss's ear. Um, so, and John persevered, but it was a long grind for him. But he was given many opportunities. I think Braun Strowman, because of his size, was given opportunity right away and was pushed the right way right away, and they made him not human. And he handled the not human role really well. And then they started making him human and getting on the microphone. I hated it. I'd come out here on a Taz show, and I'd knocked. Eh, don't make him human. Don't make him human. But, you know, to their credit, they not only made him human, they, they made him uh, not take himself at times too serious which they showed him really being human, which made him funny. You know, which when you think of Braun Strowman or see Braun Strowman, you don't think comedy, but he's able to have that really, really delicate, fine balance of comedy and violent and danger. Um, I respect that. I, I had an opportunity in ECW to do a little bit of that too, where Paul, as I started to really get over as a singles guy and as a champ, and he let me start showing some of my personality as per he wanted to. It wasn't really my idea. He saw it in me, and it and I kept that danger, violent edge. And so to the flip side, a guy who's five times my size or ten times my size and Braun Strowman, he's able to do the same thing and uh, even better. And he's getting great opportunity. Uh, him coming out with the giant guitar, the floor bass, whatever it was he had, like it was a guitar. <laughs> it's a floor bass for those orchestra fans out there. Um, yeah, yeah, and the guy's got some pipes. He could sing. Yeah, you know, I was very impressed. You know, I would. Uh, I thought it would have even been funny if he did more of like a country bumpkin type song because he's got that that you know deliverance. You know that kind of feel. You know what I mean, I do a little, a little new slap of Jones come out there. He's singing a little Charlie Alive. Daniels. I am Braun Strowman. I'm gonna beat you up, Elias. I'm gonna whoop your ass, Elias. Who wants to walk with Elias? But he didn't do that. He went a different route, which worked. 
Yeah. It worked. It's hilarious. It man. was very good. It was very good. It's nice to see that uh, opposite side of him. <laughs> Speaking of Cena, uh, back to the beginning of the gimmick, Schnabitz, Fernum, Burnham. Um, yes. So they started the show, right, with Miz and Cena in a long match. Uh, a couple oh segments. God. It was like 30 minutes plus. I was wondering. I was like, when is this match? How, how many segments is this going to go? I ain't going to lie. I clicked over and watched the snowboarding chick from California who was phenomenal. And I watched her win a gold medal. So That's uh, great, but I, just I, stick to wrestling. <laughs> Come on. Yes, yes, yes. Wrong show. <laughs> Leave it downstairs, pal. Come on. Stick that with your sports show, yeah. you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about some 15-year-old from California? She's unbelievable snowboarder. That girl is amazing. Um, and Sean White. This guy's like 60, and he's still going. I mean, go away, Sean. I would say take a bump, but they all do take bumps. They do take bumps. <laughs> they do all take bumps. No, but anyway, I digress. Yes. Um, I did catch a, a little bit of the match, but the thing is I thought when the show started, when Raw started with Cena's music, I got to be honest, it was a little bit of a letdown for me. <clears throat> enough. I just, I'm just, I don't want to be rude. I, just enough. I just think it's not against John, but y- y- let, let's please start. Let's give that, that coveted. First slot on Raw, and let's give a steady diet of the newer, younger talent getting that. Do something different. Give it to give it to somebody else. You know, everyone, like Sean White, like your argument for Sean White. Same thing. That's what I'm saying about yeah. Sean White for those Olympian fans. You know, this guy's <laughs> older than dirt. You know, he's got to go away. He's still kicking ass. He's getting great scores on the Alps. I know that. <laughs> but you know what? Well, those people know that I do an Olympic report or five ring gimmick Jones on the on the Taz and the Moose show, which, by the way, Moose is so mad about because it's not his segment. Ego guy. So, but I digress. This team should last no All right, Taz, I'm going to the bathroom. Go ahead. You can do your Olympic report. I'll be back. <laughs> I love the, the moose impersonation. Well, I'm up here all the time. I'm right up here. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to come down. This is morning radio. I'm going to stay right here. Right here. Build a post, coast to coast. Oh, yeah. It's morning radio. I'm right here. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's Wednesday tomorrow. You know, I just, <laughs> I, you know me, like the way I've always started the show, I don't do the Happy Friday, I don't do any of that conventional radio stuff, I hate it. You're perfect for the morning. I know, but that's why when he asks me, hey, how you doing, bud, in the morning, first segment, I never say, good, how are you? If I do, it's, it's like this, good, Moose, I'm great, happy Tuesday to you. You know, I do the, the I am being extremely psychotic, psych- sarcastic, but... <laughs> So anyway, uh, by the way, any update on the Facebook Live? No. Nothing? No. No, nothing. Um, right. Oh, wait. Oh, Good hold update. on. Wait a minute. Let's go. Let, I'll re-ex the question. I'll re- any update on the Facebook Live? Yes. Get him on, Mike. The man yeah. of the hour. Get your ass on the mic. Too sweet to be sour. Just yell. They'll hear you, Ant. People hey, miss hey, you. Hey, hey, come here. Hey, yo. get over come there. Get over there. Get over there. How'd you do Say it? Say hello. Everybody misses um, you. It was actually my fault the whole time. Um, <laughs> I, I was not trying to say that over the air, but yeah, it was my fault. But we're good now. It's good. Dude, I'll get mad at anyone here except you. You know that. Uh, oh, man. Thanks, dude. We miss you, brother. You know that. I'm going to go back. I get back to work. Get out of here. Get out. Go. Go. Leave. Get out of here. Get out. Get out. They call me the Shockmaster. Cameo by Anthony right there. That was great. People love that. He's the best. The views just went soaring on Facebook Live after that. People love Anthony. Free ant. Anyway, what was it talking about? Oh, I, I wanted to make get to a point, and I will get to it right now, about John Cena. So I was saying, let somebody else kick the thing off. Who did you suggest? Did I suggest? I, I was thinking Elias. Obviously, I think Elias is hot. I, I think mean, you said something else. No. Um, 
or have Finn do it with the club sure. or something. You know, what, whatever. Thing is, enough. Enough. The same I, I speech. You could play that same exactly speech ten years John ago. John Cena pointing at all about the, WrestleMania. About WrestleMania. The WrestleMania sign with giant arms with the bright shirt. I got it. I know. Enough. You beat me down. Enough. Get enough. back to work before I give you a beat. Please, but, just let's move on. Yes, but um, what? I thought he tipped his hand about WrestleMania. He he made a he said a, a quick line, and I went back and watched it again. I quoted it. He said WrestleMania is a place that could bring a legend back from the dead. I think he's teasing a Cena Undertaker. That's what I think. That's my prediction right here. Prediction Hope they don't Jones. do that. Hope they don't do that. Well, what, uh, they don't, who else are these guys going to fight? I mean, I like to see Undertaker Sting like everyone else, but I don't know if Sting's going to come I, back. I just hope, that, no, I just hope yeah. they don't do that. I, 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 yeah, really, enough. And <laughs> By the way, uh, side note, um, I, um, people have been asking me on Twitter, and I haven't had a chance to reply. I apologize. A whole bunch of people about Big Brother, the new Big Brother, right? Because, you know, uh, side note from Raw, I just wanted to bring this up. Um, I have I have not caught up. The new Celebrity Big Brother is in full swing right now, and CBS All Access is the way to get it. And CBS uh, All Access All Access subscribers can stream new live episodes live across devices and watch the stars from every angle exclusively on the live feeds. Which I can tell you, being a Big Brother fan, the live feeds are very, very cool. I mean, if you're a Big Brother fan. And you guys can compete for, for prizes, like a grand prize and all this stuff. And uh, so it's pretty cool. You guys should get involved with it. And uh, Celebrity Big Brother, just so I can let you know real quick, the cast, uh, and i got to catch up to this, by the way, features Amarosa, uh, Shannon Elizabeth, Mark McGrath, Keisha Knight, Pullman, uh, Brandy Glanville, Metal World Peace, Hoop Jones, uh, Chuck Liddell will kick everyone's ass in that house. Mohawk City. Uh, With one Jim, hand behind his back. Uh, not kidding. <laughs> and his foot near his mouth. Uh, he would destroy everyone. James Maslow, uh, Marissa Jarrett Wincaro, uh, Ross Matthews, and Adorana Gutierrez. Adorana, yeah. She was uh, the runner-up for Miss Universe. Remember the Steve Harvey thing? Of course, I know yeah. this. Oh, yes. She was the one he said so. by accident. She actually got a better career out of that, him saying her name by accident, than if she won, if she would have won. Exactly. Word to the yeah. mother. Okay, so uh, when you subscribe to CBS All Access, kids, you can stream the Celebrity Big Brother feed, live feeds, I should say, all day and night to get the raw behind-the-scenes footage of all the drama in the house, the alliances, betrayals, all the backstabbing, uh, fugazi stuff that goes on with your favorite celebrities. So it's pretty cool. All available at your desk, mobile, uh, or streaming devices and tablets. I'm done with the tablets. So uh, sign up right now for a one-week free trial. At CBS All Access, just visit uh, cbs.com slash Taz. Uh, just visit, as I said, cbs.com slash T-A-Z, kids. Make sure you do that. CBS All Access, you can't miss. We'll be right back. PW Insider Report, Mike Johnson on the Taz Show. So uh, we're back with the Taz Show. The PW Insider Report coming up soon. Support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, kids. Chances are you're very confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, and your life job as well. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same level of confidence when it comes to buying a home, refinancing your existing home loan. With Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and, most importantly, understand fully so you can mortgage confidently. 
To get started, I got a job for you to do. Please go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Uh, yeah, that's right. Rocket Mortgage. Go visit them. Tell them your boy Taz sent you. So uh, that's the deal. How are we going? Uh, give me your statements. We got Mike Johnson up. Yep, ready. Mike, you there, Mike? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh. What are you nuts? Uh-oh, hold on. Wait, why, why do I see a finger? Not your finger, Mike. I see uh, Seth's finger. And now, the PW oh. Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Man, haven't heard that in a long time. It's great to hear that. I'll tell you what, the Mike Johnsons. Great to see you, my friend. Great to see you. What's going on, Big Hoss? How are you, buddy? Hold on, sir. And obviously you can't talk while we have stuff playing. And begin. Good moment, Taz. How are you? And there it is, the good moment. Uh, The first, was that the real Skype first good moment of 2018? I think it might be. Yeah, it It, is. It it, it absolutely would be because last week was a bad moment. Last, last week was Thanks a, for bringing it up, Mike. Yeah, bring, well, let's, let's go delve behind the scenes a little more, uh, Mike, being that you brought it up. How long did my team, my crack team that's on crack, how long did they have you uh, hanging around? It was like an hour and a half. I gave direct order today, this morning. I said, please do not do that to Mike again. Mike's a gentleman. He's a scholar. He's a pro. And he will not complain to you guys, but he will call me and complain <laughs> like crazy. And Mike did that. He's lying, though. It was only like 80 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Seth, only. you need to do, Seth, is take your tongue and slice it out with a, a knife and just swallow your own tongue. Yes. That's what you need to do. So just shut your own mic off. Uh, Mike Johnson, uh, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? Uh, you know, fair to Midland, working, you know, just doing a lot of work. I'm up and down, all, I'm all over the place. You know that? I'm, I'm, uh... Uh, I, I, I mean, you're hanging out with the moose? You're busy. No, the moose is hanging out with me. Let's get that straight. <laughs> uh, I'm not hanging out with the moose. He's Ego hanging out with you're, you're hanging out with the moose, but you're also carrying the moose. Oh, oh, this guy. Yeah. I love that this, the Taz show has become <laughs> a, a moose burial. Uh, even before you did this, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Seth was buried him before. Seth does a very good moose impersonation, Mike. Have you, have you All right, it? we got Mike Johnson, PW Insider. Mike, come on, tell us about Raw last night, Mike. What do you think? Cena, Undertaker. We got that uh, Elimination Chamber, Fatal Five Way. What do you think, Mike? Come on, tell us what happened. And what about the Yankees? What are they doing in spring training? Yeah. Those... <laughs> <laughs> Just ripping the moose. I love it. Uh, so what's going on? What's in, the, what's in the news? What's the scuttlebutt? What do you got going on? How about Ivory? Congrats to her, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Lisa Moretti, a.k.a. Ivory, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people forget her in the conversation when it comes to women who helped build the foundation of what's now the, the women's division in WWE. She was always a great personality. She was always uh, she had a lot of pizzazz to her. She was a much better wrestler than I think people gave her credit oh, for being. That's, that's true. Very true. Yep. Because at the time, you know, it was WWE, not to be rude to the women that were there. They were kind of treated like a sideshow attraction. Oh. They were not, you know, a legitimate quote unquote part of the WWE machine. They were there, they were part of the company, but they were not a featured upon promoted thing beyond being sort of a, you know, a, a sex tinge sideshow. Yeah. But when you look at the stuff that she did, whether it was the right to censor when she was, you know, playing the prudish heel or she was doing uh, backstage brawls with uh, Lisa Marie Varon, Victoria, she always had like good brawls. There was always a great personality to her and she was always a great ambassador for the company. You know, as you know, she did tough enough and she did, uh, she did a lot of, I think WWE experience she hosted with Todd Grisham. That's right. Uh, she, you know, she did a lot, she did a lot of stuff. <laughs> 
Ambassador. Super, super, super girl. I talked about her. Super person. Always was in a great mood. Always positive. Always exuberant. Um, a true pro. She was respected. And I've talked about that in the past. And you just mentioned it eloquently. Uh, during that era, the women were looked at as eye candy. They were just TNA and uh, nothing to do with Impact Wrestling. That's what it was. They were just buffer. And she was a, a lady who could get it done on a microphone and get it done in between the ropes. Um, she uh, she played no games. She was all business. Cool person to be around. Cool person to be on the road with. And I'm happy for her. And it's funny you mentioned uh, Victoria because I was talking earlier and, that, and we mentioned about I ended up retweeting, Mike, I don't know if you noticed it, but the WWE, the ESPN WWE account, you know, they're experts, right? You know that, right? Will you stop? Yeah, they're yeah. experts. Oh, yeah, they're experts. I they're, can't even get a job there. They're so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't need a job there, so you got a job here in the Taz Show for life, kid. That's My right. resume is worthless compared to theirs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, except you know who to tag and not to tag on a tweet. They tagged Victoria. I kind of giggled at that, and uh, I was like, what was wrong with these people? What are you, stupid? But anyway. Uh, uh, I just imagine uh, uh, Victoria waking up and being like, wait, I'm what? I know, and then, right? oh, sorry. Yeah, it, it was a bad move, a bad look for the experts. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, whatever, I don't want to go on and on about that, but uh, uh, what else is going on? Anything else going on news? Tell me what you want to talk about. Well, you know, the big news that came out yesterday is fans who have tickets for the Backlash pay-per-view right. in May they received an email from Ticketmaster informing them that was no longer a Raw brand pay-per-view, but was going to be dual branded with Raw and SmackDown stars on it. So now there's a lot of uh, talk about maybe WWE is going to start rolling back some of the aspects of the brand extension that they launched in 2016, and maybe all of the pay-per-views are going to be dual branded. I I wrote I, I contacted WWE last night. Obviously, they're in the middle of a live TV shoot when I contact them. Uh, they're they're taping raw, so well, I didn't on, get. A whoa, 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 but hold on, sir. When you say you contact them, you know you're not going to give me a source. When you say you contact them, are you contacting a source? Are you contacting a media I'm, personnel? I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out to them on official levels. Okay, so a media person, a public relations person. Yeah. I yes. understand. I know these people very well. All these people. Uh, did anyone get back to you? Not as of not as of us going on the air. Interesting. And what was your statement to them? Uh, I said, <laughs> hey, I, I hear this is happening. It, you want me to read the email? I mean, how... <laughs> I'm busting your chops. You're playing radio here, Taz. I see there's a dual branded pay per view in May. <laughs> is this a sign you guys are rolling things back? If so, if there's a statement, I'd like to receive it. That's Boom. I wanted to hear. Just a little paraphrasing Mike Johnson. I'm glad you got that. That's why you're a pro, my friend. That's we got I'm... breaking news here from Mike Johnson. <laughs> right now, you heard it here first. Dual pay per views all year long from Mike Johnson. Okay, thanks, Mike. <laughs> You gotta have, you gotta tag it with somehow. You're not the moose, so, so I don't know who yeah. you are, but you need a, a gimmick. Like it's Taz and the Goose here this morning. The goose, oh, goose, goose, Gossage. Goose. That's another old story. Um, stick to wrestling. I gotta stick to right. I can't talk sports here. I'm not allowed. Uh, so the, Mike, the great the, you, you, what's that? The great Kagusi. Great Kagusi. <laughs> oh, I like. Um, so you emailed WWE during the show, and they didn't reply to you yet. Yeah, which isn't—it's not out of the bounds that that doesn't happen. You know, if they're—they're they're in the middle of taping TV, who they might, their PR people may not be able to get a, an exact response from their bosses. No, nah, you're I'm right. None of them have cell phones with email on it. <laughs> yeah, but you know as well as I do, you're not going to break any eggs in that company. No, people I are going to no. wait until they're given permission. Dude, it's—they're robots, and 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 it's unfortunate they're robots because there's some talented folks that work behind the scenes. 
they are just trained. And I and I think there's once a the, there's a lot of hardworking people in that company who lot, don't get very, any credit for doing their very, job, and that's very. the truth. And I just think uh, you know maybe when Vince McMahon uh, goes goes bye bye and goes away from it all, maybe it'll be better uh, as far as letting people do their jobs. I don't know. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But about the, back to this uh, dual branded gimmick standards for and pay per views and all this stuff. It just goes back to the thing right around Mike, where you know you're supposed to be doing the brand extension and the, the thing was they were going to go full throttle, full throttle with it and do it the right way and all that kind of jazz. And we've seen so much, you know, mishmash back and forth. Salt with Corey Graves, you know, I mean, we've seen all this talent brand, you know, I, I you know, you pigeonhole yourself when you say you're just going to do it. It would have been cool if they could have stuck to it. That's obviously going to just, I think, disappear again like it did once before. I, I think what happens is they have the best of intentions and they have the best ideas out of the gate. And then all it takes, as you know, is one injury and all the best laid plans of mice and men go to hell. And suddenly they're scrambling. And now one brand is a little bit stronger than the other. And they're seeing the attendance slip on one brand. So, okay, we're going to slide one talent over. Okay, that's not the answer. You know, you know as well as I do, it is hard for them with the machine that they have to keep the inertia going and keep things at the level that they want. And once you start changing up that formula... And you're, you're asking fans to pick between one and the other. Fans kind of just throw their hands up and just watch TV and don't go well, to the shows. And what you just said is correct. And I'm going to tell you something right here, bro, that most people don't discuss or don't know. Uh, I'm just going to sound really rude. But a lot of people, I'm talking about people who worked, who wrestled or announced for WWE. A lot of people either don't know this or don't explain this. And I don't, I don't think I've ever said this before out here, but you just sparked me to say this because I, I, I know I think this a lot. When you have to scramble due to an injury, like you said, which we've seen happen with WWE many times, the reason why that happens, my friend, is you do not have faith in the depth of your roster. Now, the reason why you don't have faith in the depth of your roster is because you don't build the depth of your roster. You have a bunch of guys and girls that are ultra-talented, but you don't build them. How do you build them? I'll tell you one way. Stop starting Raws with John Cena and his 20-minute promo and his 40-minute match. Stop. Give it to somebody else that needs it. He doesn't need it. That's how you build your roster. That's how you build confidence in, and build your depth. They don't do that, and they've never done that there. That's the problem. No, no one talks about that, but that's a fact right there. So if you're going to hack me, Johnson, you make sure you give credit where credit's due. Okay, I will. <laughs> that's right. Earlier today on Taz and the Moose, the Moose said. <laughs> no, but you're, you're 100% right. And You yeah. know, and the one aspect that I wish they would pay closer attention to is even if you're not pushing someone, I'll use Cesaro as an example, just to use a name. Yes. If you're not pushing Cesaro right now, that doesn't mean just kill him and have him lose every time he's on TV. Correct. Until you decide, oh, the light bulb goes off. We have an idea for Cesaro. Because then once you start to push these talents, the audience are going to be very cold to react to it because they've already been told, hey, this guy is Terry Gibbs. He's the Brooklyn Brawler. He's Paul Roma. They're not looking upon them as you know, talents who have potential, they're looking upon them as lower-level guys. And it's very hard to break that perception once you have it. Mm. Well, here's the thing, and I agree. And it's something that uh, has bothered me about WWE for a long time. I mean, 
I know even when I was wrestling there that many years ago, it's they do not believe in the second level, second line, second string talent, whatever you want to call that second group. They don't. Very rarely they'll bleed one in and drip them in or her in to that main slot. Um, it And I'm not saying you have to bleed them into the main spot to have faith in them. You have to build them, though. You have to give them the opportunity. I, Dude, I remember when I first, when I was wrestling for whatever, a couple months, I had a beg for mic time to Vince McMahon himself, like before shows. Vince, just give me a chance to get on the mic. I mean, I, I and I wouldn't brag to him and say, you know, you guys signed me to this big-ass contract. I've cut some pretty legit promos during my days in ECW. Like, what are you doing? Did he ever hear any of those, you think? He probably never heard one of those, did I think he, he heard some of them, yeah. but not a lot of them. I think hmm. that he, it wasn't what he created. Right. And he knew it was over, and it wasn't just me. It's not me. I'm not putting myself over. I'm just talking about facts here. It wasn't just me. It was several other wrestlers that, you know, if it wasn't his creation, you know, he wanted to go a different route, and, that, and that's his progress. It's his money. But, um, but at my point, I'm trying to make is I had a, I had to really when I say big, I'm exaggerating. I had to really like stay on him about giving me a mic before like live Ross, like going out after a Sunday night heat match. Doc, just let me cut a promo. Let me cut a promo, and then and then he did, and 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 was like, and then we were, we were cool. But I like it took many weeks, and I gave up talking to the writers. Because they're just puppets. So I, I would talk to the writers, and then it would fall on deaf ears. And I'm like, you know, enough. I'm going right to you, Vince. I, I told him that. Because I'm not dealing with your daughter. I'm not dealing with your son. I'm dealing with you. You signed me, and that's what I'm dealing with. Because I respect that. And he goes, what's up? I go, I need to talk. Uh, I need to cut promos. You, you got to let me talk. I mean, you're, you're my, I'm one-dimensional right now, and it's not good for my future. And it's not good for your investment in me. Let me think about it. I know I want to get you there. I, and I'm like, I'm there. You don't have to get me there. I'm there. <laughs> you know, we'll practice. We'll go down in the basement. We'll cut a few promos in the basement. We'll try I, it out. I wanted to say Paul Heyman got me there by giving me assistance years ago. I'm there, son. Okay. And then the next week I taught him. The next week I taught him. And, and I kept telling him, you're hurting your own investment. You're hurting your own investment. And then one night out of nowhere, right before Raw, I, don't know, I keep thinking we were like in Nashville, wherever we were. <clears throat> he just he showed me backstage. I was gonna wrestle. I think the first segment on Raw. I think it was, and he said, "Uh, it was like a half hour before Raw." He goes, "Hey, uh, Tash, you want to cut a promo?" He acted like it was like his idea. <laughs> like, yo, I've been talking to you. I go, well, yeah, sure, no problem. Um, uh, anything in particular? He goes, "Not nah, just, just, just you know, whoever, you, just get your point over, whatever it was where I was wrestling." Okay, and we went to we walked to Gorilla position together, and he got in touch with Kevin Dunn on headset. His dad's going to cut a promo. Uh, Kevin said, how long? He goes, I don't know. Whatever he wants to wrap it up, he'll wrap it up. He gave me f freedom. Wow. That's gun to the head. Let's see you get over. Hey, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I came from that world, and it worked. So my point is, I don't know if he's doing that anymore. You know, I, I was begging for the brass ring. You know what I mean? Like, I was asking for that brass ring. You well, know? you remind me, and Mike, you of course, you know this too. A year ago, Bray Wyatt took out Randy Orton and John Cena and won the world title in Elimination Chamber. And he looked like the guy they're trying to elevate. Yeah. And then you kind of you go up this little mountain and you go slide back down a little bit. It's like these peaks and valleys. Yeah. You know, so it's you know, people love Bray. We love the way he works. I mean, so I wouldn't throw a flag on him. No. Being up there. I just think that you got to prep that second level. But uh, what else you got going on, Mike Johnson? This is your report, not 
sets. <laughs> well, I wanted, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. We reported this last week. Vince McMahon stepped down as the showrunner <laughs> of 205 Live. Triple H's team is going to be taking over that show. As I wrote on the site, he's going to be the Alpha and Omega for decision-making for 205 Live. He has been the last two weeks, and he's got his guys working on the show. Uh, obviously, there's been a much different, more athletically-based presentation to the show as opposed to character-based. I personally have liked it, but I like good wrestling for the sake of good wrestling. Yeah. So I'm curious what you thought, what your thoughts on the implication of Vince backing up on it is, given that you know them so well. Yeah, I talked about it briefly here, I think, last week. I was, I'm a little surprised that that happened. I'm happily surprised. I do think Triple H and his his guys will do a great job with it. I do. Um, and what's the reports, Mike? Is something Vince might want to spend more time with the behind the scenes of this XFL deal, or is it that he's getting oh. older? Both. The, the, the story that I heard that I, we wrote about is there have been people kind of pitching for months like, hey, this is not the way to make this brand work. And I think, you know, they had put Enzo in there. It was very character based. The Enzo situation went down. And so at that point, they needed to reboot everything. And for whatever reason, Vince said, all right, we're going to go your way. Mm. And now, you know, now I guess Triple H is going to be given the, the chance to pass or fail. Well, I think it's I think it's good. I mean, I think it's good because, you know, if Triple H, I talked about this last week, Mike. Unfortunately, we couldn't have you on. We tried, but um, I know. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, just think about this, dude. I think it's better to answer your question. I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be better. I haven't seen it yet to a five live, but here's the thing: so you have a younger mind in charge, and that younger mind is a fifty-year-old guy. Put that in perspective. Meaning Triple H. That's what I'm not knocking Triple H. I'm talking about the way things are there. You know, a younger guy is in charge of it, which everyone I think is happy. Most of the hardcore fans or real wrestling purists are fans of that Triple H. Of course, they like NXT for the most part, and that's Triple H's baby. So now you have a young guy in charge, and that young guy's 50. How old? He's got to be my age, 49, 50. How old is Triple H? Uh, he's got to be about that age. Mm. Well, can I ask you guys a question? I think I no, absolutely not. All right, yes, go ahead. Go, Mike. Go, oh, Mike, we talked about last week too about now that Triple H has two hundred five live and NXT. You see more, uh, and they've been sharing a little bit of talent. You see more of that happening, and you think it's good for both brands. I think it's good for two hundred five live because you've got talents who aren't sort of scorched earth at the moment. Like as much as I like Arya Davari and Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. You know, they've kind of been exposed and not presented in the strongest way. And the best way to produce them and make them look unique and strong again is to have them in there with fresh talent. Look how good Hideo Itami looked last week against Roderick Strong. It got Roderick Strong over to a new audience, but it also brought Hideo Itami up to a new level as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably part of the secret sauce that they're trying to create. Uh, Michael D. Jabron uh, says <laughs> Triple H is 50, Taz. Thanks, Mike. Jabron. I think I said his name right. I probably butchered that. Uh, Mike Johnson, I'm going to let you go in a second. Uh, do you want to plug your stuff? Do uh, you have anything else you want to do before I let you go? I'm busy. I'm trying to think. What do I have to plug? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone check us out at pwinsider.com, or if you want to check us out for free with all of our elite content, including video, <laughs> Sorry about that. completely free, <clears throat> you can check us out at pwinsiderelite.com. And again, you can check us out three days free before you get charged anything. And if you don't like it, you can tell us to take a flying leap and cancel. Here's and of course, you can follow me on Twitter asshole. at MikePWinsider. And I'd like to announce I am the new fan club president of The Great Gagoose. Oh, that's oh, the, nice. yes, The Great Gagoose. That's the Seth. Yes. And Mike Johnson will handle everything involving the fan club. That should be awesome. You treat me like an asshole. <laughs> All right, Big Mike Johnson. Uh, appreciate you. Look sharp in your Taz show polo shirt. You're a member of the team. You're a high end mid exec. 
And we love you here. You know that, kid. We love you. I love you guys, too. Thank X's you, guys. And O's, hugs and kisses. We love you, Mike Johnson. You are the man. You're the myth. You're the legend. Uh, this was the PW Insider Report. You're the best. All right, Mike, we'll talk to you next week, kid. I hope so. Uh, we'll see. You never know. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Say a prayer, bud. Fingers crossed. Take care, guys. Right, Good moment. Take care, yeah. Mike. All right, I never want him on again. All right? So, no, <laughs> no problem. Good moment. I got people calling it the Taz and the Moose show. Good moment. That pisses off the moose. Oh, I, I heard Nick from Salem on today. No, you didn't. I didn't? What are you talking about? Nick from Salem? Uh, yeah, on your show. That might have been muffled audio. There was a guy who came on and said, boop, boop, boop. You might have heard that. That, that was Nick from Salem? You, that's what maybe you're implying. Oh, I thought it was Dude, Nick. Where, what do you, oh, oh. Where, where, where you mean Nick from Salem? Where'd you hear Nick from Salem? He didn't call Taz in the Moose today? No. I could have sworn I heard him. Who's talking about Who's the guy from New Orleans? What was his name? Dude, we had a lot of people call the show. Oh, I don't know these people's names. Right. I, I thought I heard I, Nick from Salem on there. You know, if they're part of the We Over Nation, I know them. Otherwise, I don't pay attention to them. You know that. I understand. It's between you and me. You know how I am. Oh, by the way, speaking of being pissed off at people, uh, you people on Facebook Live, you're pulling in your free content. You're a bunch of heathens. Share the show, okay? <laughs> Enough. Really? You know what? Share the show. Help a brother out. That's all you got to do. I don't make any money on that. <laughs> on that. Of... <laughs> you poor guy. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Um, I got a question for you. Yeah. yeah so, well, you, you know, the end of the Raw, uh, Rollins and Balor both pinned Bray Wyatt at the same time. Each had a leg. He's right. a big guy. It's He's like, a big guy. Uh, so they both pinned him simultaneously. Yes, sir. So we don't know who the last guy is in for the Elimination Chamber. A little hook. A little hook for a, you, right? A little cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Evan, when's the last time we had a Raw cliffhanger? Yeah, I don't mind that. I think it's yeah. good. It builds intrigue um, into the uh, upcoming Raw. You know what I mean? Um, I, maybe they'll give you, even though it's SmackDown, maybe they'll give you a little bit of a I, – I could pitch it tonight – there being like a little bit of a video package, maybe or something like that, to give you a little update. Not update, but uh, tease, tease, or just to promote it even more. You know, which would be important, I think, to do. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't mind that. Just you can't do that a lot. That's my only opinion on that. You know I, I, mean? I got an idea. Oh yeah, do you? What, what, what do you think? If you stick these guys, they put them both in the elimination chamber, and they got to share a pod. So the whole time they're beating the crap out of each other in the pod, okay. and they basically wipe each other out. That's stupid. Thanks. I'll tell you why. Okay, because hold on, let me get this straight. Wait a second. So you expect two guys to be put in that little pod, which I've been next to these these the elimination chambers. I've talked about this in the past. <laughs> that pod is not big. You have two big humans. You want them to go inside of this pod for f- how many minutes and beat each other up? Just sit there, just club each other in this human. Plexiglass, no air in this friggin' thing. Well, they could be the first ones in the match. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, you said in the pod. Yeah, they start in the pod, but you know, and they first Elias is. Start the match in a pod and then come out of the pod? How stupid is that, dude? All Stop right, it. I don't know. You're being a mock. Please. Yes, that's fine. That's my job. That's a mock comment. It's a really. Uh, it's Mark here on the Taz and the Goose Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Elimination Chamber. How about that Ronda Rousey, huh? Taz, what about that? Well, she's part of the Raw brand now, Goose, and uh, she's going to be on the Raw brand. We heard the contract will be signed next week, bitch. And, uh, yeah, they're going to sign it up bep, bep, on the uh, Kurt Angle. Said those, Kurt Angle said it? Kurt Angle said it, right? He did. Yeah, that's right. Kurt Angle will sign a contract right there. Uh, not Kurt Angle. Ronda Rousey will sign a contract and be part of the Raw brand. I think it's good. Do you think she's going to be at WrestleMania against Charlotte Flair? I think she's going to be at WrestleMania <laughs> against Charlotte Flair. Can they have a match, her first match? Can it be good, Tess? Can it be good? That's what I ask. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Uh, ooh. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's good that she's going to be on Raw. Can she have a first match at WrestleMania and be good? I, it's a lot of pressure, but I think this girl can handle it. I think she can be. I think they're prepping her. 
um, whoever she would to work with, um, I think they would. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got sidetracked. I'm reading this tweet from Top Jabba Jones. Don't laugh so quick, Seth. You get buried. That's all right. Uh, it says uh, the new Taz show rebranded as Taz and the Chooch. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> that, was <pretty> funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, you had a question for me? I asked it already. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, I've been that a lot, dude. You know, sometimes I forget. All right, it's 9.58, all right? We're here with Taz and the Goose. All right, Taz, what do you think? Ronda Rousey, yes or no? Would you sign her? Tell me. I'd sign her. Would you sign her? You'd probably sign her, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Dude, if Moose hears this, he's going to be so pissed at me. And I'm never going to hear the end of it. Ah, it's not right you do that. Come on. What is that? The we over nation. Like, you told me to do this. That's why I'm doing it. I do that. I wasn't going to do this. I would never do this to the moose. What are you, crazy? I have respect for the moose. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. Nah, um, nah. I don't know what to tell you. Nah. Uh, I see that the, uh, what do you call it? I see it looks like... Uh, Jacqueline, Miss Jacqueline sent a congrats to Ivory, which is nice, it seems. I'm looking at Twitter saying congrats. Tough Enough trainers in the Hall of Fame. Word, word, word. That's right. That's did, nice. did she work with you on Tough Enough? Uh, yeah, both both ladies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, is this the real uh, Lisa Moretti Twitter, though? I mean, how do we know this is real? It's not verified? I don't know. No, it's not, but hmm. she maybe don't tweet a lot. Same thing with Mikey Whipwreck. I saw there was some Twitter account. I don't know if these are real accounts. I know Mikey is. A, yeah, he's not a big tw I, Twitter I, I guy. I love Mikey. And, and uh, Ivory, I'd, I'd love, you know, I'd, I'd throw her a tweet. You know what I mean? Put her over. <laughs> That's nice you of you. <laughs> You're a swell guy. Uh, Mr. Mr. Twitter. Well, John Gaborak with a nice tweet. said, uh, fantastic, because she said, Jacqueline said, Another tough enough trainer in the Hall of Fame with, uh, you know, Lisa. Mm. And uh, John Burke was fantastic. couple more great ones. Next is Taz, Bill DeMott, Al Snow, uh, it must be Chavo, Mexican Warrior, Bob Holly. He had you first, right? Uh, yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put me over. Taz and the other guys. Uh, I'll put them over. Yeah, I put people over. That's what I do, you know. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> Hall of Fame, let's go. What do you think? Taz, yes or no? Call us up. 855-212 something 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 for CBS. Call us up. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Let's put him in the Hall of Fame. Let's take a vote, okay? Taz and the Goose, we'll be back. Get him in there. The fans want it, they demand it. You do realize that Moose might not find you funny. I'm just letting you know. What? Sometimes it's sensitive. I'm not I'm on the goose. Uh, too sketchy. I'm just letting you know. I'm just, no. I'm just letting you know. You just stick to wrestling. Gotta Come on. Got to be careful. It's all love. Got to be careful. Got to be careful. Do you see what I'm doing here? I'll take you guys behind the scenes. I'm trying to promote Taz and the Moose. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Um, what else we got? Uh, this. I covered this. I covered that. Um, I covered... Uh, and well, weapons are not only welcomed, they're allowed. So anyway, I hope people are sharing the show on, uh, on Facebook Live. Already in uh, fifth quarter city, which is not even fifth. But it's like fifth. Yeah. Four quarters. 15. Overrun Jones. That's mm. Yeah. Mm. What? Yeah. Okay. Great. I put a poll up, I think. I want to see what people think of you as the producer of the show. There's a lot of choices. A lot of people you could put in this seat. Oh, uh, I know. 
Yeah. I know. You know, Moose used to be a producer for Mike and the Mad Dog back in the day. You know that, right? I, whoa, whoa. He used to be a producer. I, I, of course I know that. Yeah, he used to be. Stop! Man, so maybe you just come upstairs with you. He's busy. <laughs> he, I think he gets his full share of working with me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to agree with that. Yeah, a lot of people uh, are mad at you um, right now on Facebook. They don't think you should be making fun of the moose. Wow. I I've known I the, find it funny. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, for those who don't well, know, I worked with Moose. I worked with Moose before I worked with Taz. That's right, you did, you did, and yeah. he ran from you quick. Uh, he sure he did. Saw, no, no, no. You well, guys are friends. Well, the money dried up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to keep doing the show? We're not going to pay you anymore. But you know, yeah, it's, it's good exposure. <laughs> the yeah. money dried up. Yeah, stay oh with us. God. Yeah, it's too uh, much. nothing to do with him. Oh God! Oh my! Now we're here with Intercom. No, so it's all better because that was like that was at CBS. Molly McDobby loved the goose. So this person uh, here loves the goose. We love you, Molly. Oh my God! Uh, Keep it real. I'll send you a shirt. Robert Jenkins. Uh, Jen- Jenkins. Seven men will be in the chamber. Interesting. That's what I said. He's copying. He's hacking you. Hack. He's hacking you. Uh, Harry Green, I loved when you was in WWE. Thanks, Harry. Appreciate that, buddy. You were in WWE? I was there for a little while. Yeah. I stopped watching after ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Am I missing anything here? I mean, I didn't go. I mean, it's, I didn't catch all of Raw. I caught some of it, so I gave you a little bit of the. We talked about the important stuff. I think so, right? I mean that. that I, I, but the one thing before I wrap, <laughs> I want to just say this here. Um, but I said to Mike Johnson, but I, I want to hammer this home, bitches. Move. Okay, what I said about depth of roster uh, on a serious tip here, with depth of roster and how there's no belief in some of the other men and women on the card, that's not those wrestlers' fault. That is the promotion's fault. No, not just WWE. When, but WWE is that biggest fault because they have such a vast roster and company. When you don't build your roster, your next level, you're not prepared for injuries. You're not prepared for, you know, uh, uh, somebody starts to gel in an angle better with a different guy. So you shift him, because you have to, away from where you wanted to go. Or like I said, an injury. Or whatever, if something happens to the guy personally. And now you're not prepared to have that next guy be plug-and-play. That's not handling the roster the right way. When you don't believe in your roster, anyone could believe in their first-string guys. What about your second-string guys? Did you prepare them? We know they're talented enough to be in that slot, but are they prepared to be under the bright lights and get the push? You never give them a chance. You got to give them a chance. You got to get them out there. You can't keep putting them in reverse. You can't, you know, do this thing. You got to give them a little chance and get them out there. I'm not saying WWE's never done this. Of course, they've taken guys and pole vaulted them into the big push. Uh, Yes, it's just it needs to be more, in my view, a consistent thing. When I was there and signed in 2000, our roster, we had a lot of guys. And it was Raw was two hours. And everybody on that card meant something. Every guy from top to bottom meant something. That's why it was the hottest time in wrestling. That's right. And same with WCW. Everybody, I mean, for the most part, meant something. So anybody could have been pole vaulted into a main event spot right away or a semi-main event spot right away. That's how it was. 
Now, in defense, yeah, things are oversaturated now. I get that. Social media, WWE Network, the apps, the this, the that. It's friggin' annoying. It's a lot. It's everywhere. You get a headache. It's over an abundance. But the problem is the depth. The depth, the depth, the depth. And you mark my words. Someone will hack what I'm saying here and put it in their words because that's the shitty shit that goes on here in this world that I'm in, this content world. So. You made me think of ECW. I mean, when Shane, Shane got hurt, it was like, you know, he carried it. You carried it. Sabu carried it. Rob Van Dam carried it. Sam, Sam yeah, Man carried ready. it. Justin Credible is ready yeah. to be plug and play to be a guy to be pushed at any time. I'm just saying, like, I'm just taking the different guys. Like, you know, I remember the push that Justin Credible was getting. I'm like, wow, it's cool, man. Paul's really – and I said that to Paul. I said, man, you're really – you know, I said – you're really pushing him hard. He's not a main event guy yet. This is at that time. He said, I got to have him ready. You know, I got to have him ready. You blow out a knee or, or something happens with Sabu or whatever, or Raven or whatever, I got to be ready. You know, I, and, and that was, that's smart. And that's a guy like in Paul who didn't have a lot of resources and money and, and roster, you know, like it's just smart booking. And I think WWE sometimes gets lost in that. Got to have, just having a guy on TV is not enough. It's got to be more than that. Alrighty, yeah. We're gonna wrap up here. Uh, another edition of the Taz Show. I hope that was fixed. We'll find out in a three, two, one. Thanks, everybody who jumped on the Facebook Live. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Sorry for the little uh, tech issues in the beginning. Spread the show. Share the show. Thanks for downloading it at uh, TazShow.com or Radio.com or Spotify. Tune in, iTunes, whatever you did. I love you. You know that. I love you, people, more than anything in the world. And I'll be back here with Live Live Jones on uh, Thursday for Seth, uh, Mike Johnson, Anthony, and the rest of the crew here. Uh, I'm Taz, you're not too late. I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering